Я приветствую вас, церковь. You, Я сегодня рад видеть каждого из вас на этом месте. Слава Богу за каждого из вас. Знаете, сегодня каждый из нас, мы могли бы быть в разных местах, не в этом, не на этом месте. Сегодня этот мир, он ищет себе поклонников. Но Слово Бога, оно пишет, что Бог ищет себе поклонников. Я бы хотел бы прочитать место Писания. От Иоанна 4 глава, from John chapter 4, с 20 стиха, verses from 20. это то место, когда Иисус разговаривал с самаритянкой возле колодца. И она говорит ему, him, «Отцы наши поклонялись на этой горе, а вы говорите, что место, где должно поклоняться, находится в Иерусалиме». Иисус говорит ей, Поверь мне, что наступает время, когда и не на горе сей, и не в Иерусалиме будете поклоняться Отцу. Вы не знаете, чему кланяетесь, а мы знаем тому, чему кланяемся, ибо спасение, ибо спасение от иудеев. Но настает время, и настало уже, когда истинные поклонники будут поклоняться Отцу в духе и истине, ибо таковых поклонников Отец ищет себе. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such to worship him. Знаете, сегодня в этот мир предлагает очень много разных вещей, которые фан для наших глаз. You know, today the world offers many things to us that are fun in our, that may be fun in our eyes. И многие люди выбирают в каждое, может быть, выходные пойти в церковь или пойти где-то иметь фан. Я благодарю Бога за каждого из нас, что мы имеем в Бога в нашем разуме Бога. That we have God in our mind. И Дух Святой, Он находится внутри каждого из нас. And the Holy Spirit within each and every one of us. За то, что мы не приходим сюда, потому что нам, мы обязаны. That we don't come here because we are obligated. Но потому что мы любим нашего Бога и нашего Спасителя Иисуса Христа. we love our God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Давайте мы станем на наши ноги. So let's please stand on our feet. Мы благословим это служение. We're going to bless this service. Мы попросим Духа Святого, чтобы Он сильным благословением, сильной силой своей сошел сегодня на этот зал. We will ask that the Holy Spirit come upon this service and this room. Аллилуйя, дорогой Отец. Я благодарю Тебя за то, что Ты сегодня на этом месте. За то, что в Слове Своем Ты сказал, 
that in your word you have said where two or three will gather in my name then I am in the midst of them. I thank you for each and every person here in this for your love and your holiness that you cover us with. We love you, Jesus. And therefore we are here today to worship you worship you воздавать тебе всю славу и всю хвалу потому что ты достоин этого я прошу тебя благослови сегодняшнее служение наполни духом святым каждого кто будет сегодня участвовать в служении наполни уста проповедника слова твоим Fill the preacher with your words. Чтобы мы не говорили здесь слова свои, но мы говорили слова твои. Speak our words, but we would speak your words. Тебе за всю славу, Иисус. To you be all the glory, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Церковь вели Господь. Велика милость Его. Аминь. The God is great and His mercy is Хочу вам задать один маленький вопрос. And I want to ask you a little question. Вы думаете, имеет какой-то эффект? Когда люди про вас что-то говорят, эффект на ваше общение с Богом или ваши отношения с Богом. Если негативно говорят, что вы там какой-то странный верующий, на вас между вам и Богом эффекта ноль, правильно? Но есть эффект, когда вы игнорируете то, что люди говорят о вас, когда вы ближе к Богу, аминь. But there is a greater relationship between you and Christ when you ignore what they say. Because the scripture talks a lot about being like a child before the presence of Christ. That when a child is rejoicing, they don't care who's around them. But when a child is crying, many of you have seen the reaction of the child around them. And so that comes also with our relationship with Christ. Вот простота, this simplicity, вокруг, when we don't care about the opinions of others, that is what draws us near to Because we allow Christ to touch us. We get activated in His presence. And so we're going to be worshiping Christ. Иисус, как великий Ты! На этом месте мы радуемся присутствии Твоем. На этом месте мы ликуем, Господь, Ты достой. Ты великий и всемогущий. Аллилуйя! Величайший день и всех Ты страдал и искупил мой грех Отлицаю Иисус живой Иисус живет в нас. Аллилуйя! Пустой Господь воскрес, ждет меня на небесах Отец, Отлицаю Иисус живой. Ты живой Иисус, Он живой. Это день, дивный день, Иисус мой грех омыл. Это день, дивный день. Мой грех промыл, Бог, это день, дивный день. 
continue to worship you father we are before you open like children father we want to see your glory my king we want to see your spirit move lord we are here as the tools in the master's hand father god we ask father that you use us move us unite us father refine us hallelujah as we worship and honor your holy name in this place lord you are good and your mercy it endures forever Father, that is what the Word says. You're a good, good Father. You're an amazing God that loves us, that cherishes us, that seeks our relationship with His creation. Let us sing, church. Lord, 
truly to know how to rejoice in the presence of our Father. It is something great. It is a revelation to know how to rejoice, to know how to be happy in the presence of our God. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you that you give this to us, that you've given this revelation to us, that we can rejoice in the presence. Father, not be pushed down, not always be sad, but Father, we know that you're a good, good Father, that you have freed us. What happens to the prisoner when he is free? He's freed. You have freed us. Jesus, you've given us new life. You've called us sons and daughters. We rejoice in that, Father. No one can take that away. No one can take away the joy that you have given us to be free, to be free to worship, to be free to glorify your name, to be free from all the bondages, to be free from all the sins. God, it is you. Why not rejoice in the presence and dance? Why not rejoice in the presence and shout? To know that my living God has done all things for me. He's done all things for me. And He sent His Holy Spirit. He sent His fire for His church to do the thing of God, to do the thing and the will of the Father. In this place, Lord, we call upon Your fire. We call upon Your presence. We call upon You, God. You're the reason for all things. You're the reason for all things, God. None, none of us but more of you. We've surrendered our ways and we say your ways are the perfect ways. When you allow the Holy Spirit to fill you, you allow for the joy of the Lord to fill you. You allow for the things of God to transform you. When you do not resist what God wants to do, you begin to experience of what God is, of who God is, of what He does. But we're resisting. We can pray for year after year and after year. God is ready to move. He is looking for a fellowship. He is seeking where to pour out His Spirit. He is looking for the vessels to fill. He is looking for the people to say yes. To say yes, God, in this place. Lord, we say yes. Lord, we say yes. Lord, we say yes. Fill us with your spirit. Fill us with your fire. Do the thing of God in this place. Father, we call upon your name. We call upon your name. We call upon your name. Тебе, 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 тебе
достоин, Святой. Он достоин. Еще раз давайте споем. Вся слава неба и земли поют тебе освободил нас, простил нас, омыл нас. Господь, вот так и мы благодарим Тебя. Наша жизнь принадлежит Тебе. Мы принадлежим Тебе, Господь. Мы ищем Тебя. Мы жаждем Тебя. А Ты дал нам великое слово. Тот, кто ищет, тот найдет. Тот, кто стучит, тому будет открыто. Бог, Ты дал это прекрасное слово. Те, кто не находят, они не ищут. Тем, кому не открывается, они не стучат. Потому что ты Бог, который никогда, никогда не отклоняйся от Слова Твоего. Ты сказал, тот, кто ищет, тот найдет. Тот, кто стучит, тому будет открыто. Если вам не открыто, значит, вы не стучите. Если вы не нашли, значит, вы не ищете. Бог мой, Ты Господь Бог, который дал Слово, и это слово, оно как фундамент. Бог, Ты дал нам Твое слово, по которому мы живем. Ты дал нам сильное слово, которое мы держим очень близко к сердцу нашему. Мы живем, Господь Бог, по путям Божьим, а не по путям человека. Бог мой святой, мы славим Тебя на этом месте. Мы ищем Тебя. Мы ищем, Господь, волю Отца. Мы ищем пути Божьи. Аллилуйя. 
Духом своим, Бог, Духом своим, Духом своим, Господь. Иисус, мы тебе говорим да. Бог, мы тебе говорим да на этом месте. В сердце вашем скажите ему да. Иисус, как великий ты. Give us your spirit, God. Reveal yourself in this place. Yes, Father. You are the fire. Yes, Father. You are the voice. You are God. And we are your people. We don't play church, God. We seek the move of God. We're not here because we have to be. We're here because we want to be. Jesus. We stand in Hallelujah. We say yes. We come out of the darkness, Father. Beauty for ashes. This is how we breathe, God. You are the life. You are the life. You are the breath of life. Bye. 
Cristo, per la blessing glory, la vida santo más Father, I know that there is not a day that goes by when you don't do something, Lord. I know that every day in our life, you're the God that is breathing, speaking, and moving. For your word says that you're always moving, you're always creating a new thing daily in our life. God, we seek you, and you answer. We knock, and you open, and we see the new, new revelations, the depth revelation of our God, our Lord, my Savior, my King Jesus. Let's sing you call us out. That's what Jesus did. We're no longer in darkness. We're no longer in shackles. We're no longer prisoners of sin. We're no longer prisoners of any bondages. He said, He called us out. Grace upon grace. He called us out. Enough sitting in shackles. He called us out to be free. Name. Let's sing that again. We stand, God. We stand not by might, not by power, but it is your spirit. that is not our eyes but it is our faith the eyes of faith to know without a doubt what God said 
and when he does he's the same thing not with our human experiences not with what preachers are speaking but your word God your word is the ultimate father it is your word you said it and it became we're not holding on to any sermons we're not holding on to any teachings but we are dearly holding on to your word we're holding on to what you've spoken to your nation what you've spoken to your people what you've said to your churches God to be engaged to be engaged to be engaged in what God wants to do to be engaged to listen to what the Spirit is speaking to be engaged with the lining of the Word of God Lord how grateful am I that you are my God how grateful knowing that I am saved in Jesus name how know that we are freed we are freed in Jesus name father I thank you for this time now Lord but you yet to do more work in this place Lord I pray that you will bless each individual for your word says to pray and bless one another Lord I bless each individual in this place it is by your word I pray that your presence melts the rocks like wax in this place I pray that your spirit goes forth as a sermon sounds today Lord I pray that it will pierce the hearts I will pray father that the ears of people will hear what you have to speak today Lord I pray your blessing in Jesus name Amen you may be seated прославляли Бога. Я видел интересное видение. Я видел человека, который поднимал руки. И в какой-то момент я видел другие руки, черные сверху, которые опускали его руки. И потом Дух Святой сказал, это что-то в памяти человека. This is in the memory of somebody. Что-то сделал человек. Somebody did something. И дьявол напоминает. And Satan is reminding them. Но я хочу сказать, есть сила в крови Иисуса. But I want to say that there's power in the blood of Jesus. Он дал тебе прощение. He gave you forgiveness. И все, что тебе нужно сделать. And the only thing that you need to do. Это принять его. Is to receive him. Чтобы ты мог уйти сегодня свободным. So you can leave here free. В твоем разуме, в твоем сердце. In your mind, in your heart. И сейчас у нас служение любви. Сейчас все, что Бог вложил в наше сердце, мы будем сеять в Его Царство. Бог нас не заставляет ничего делать. Но доброохотно дающего любит Бог. But the cheerful giver, the Lord loves. And when we sow into His kingdom, когда мы используем то, что Он нам дал правильно, And when we use the things that he has given us in the right way, he blesses us even more. The music is going to play. And the ushers are going to walk down the aisle. You remain in control. And in the middle of the war, 
you guard my soul You alone are the anchor When my sails are torn Your love surrounds me In the eye of the storm When the solid ground is falling out from underneath I want to ask all of the little children to come up and we're going to pray for you. And let's all stand to our feet. And we're going to stretch out our hands. And we're going to bless the children. So that each and every one of them so that he is able and willing to do the works of the kingdom. When my hopes and dreams are far from me and I'm running out of faith I see the future, I picture, slowly fade away. Отец, мы благословляем Твое имя. Мы благодарим Тебя за то, что мы можем сегодня быть здесь, Господь, в Твоем присутствии. Мы благодарим Тебя за Твою благодать, мы благодарим Тебя за Твою благость. Мы благодарим Тебя за то, что Ты любящий Отец, Ты милующий Отец, Ты прощающий Отец, слава Тебе. Мы благодарим Тебя за финансы, которые Ты даешь, Господь, за возможность жертвовать их, Господь, за возможность сеять Твое Царство. Спасибо Тебе, Отец, за Твою благость к нам. Мы благословляем также детей, Господь, каждого в отдельности, Господь, кого Ты даровал, Отец, во имя Иисуса. Я благословляю Твоим святым именем, чтобы каждый из них, Господь, он встретился с Тобою как своим спасителем и Господом, Господь, и чтобы каждый из них, Отец, он был распространителем Царства Твоего во имя Иисуса Христа. Сохрани, Господь, от всякого негативного влияния, Господь. Я прошу, благослови родителей. Помоги, Господь, родителям воспитывать, Господь, по Слову Твоему, Господь, чтобы дети возрастали, зная любящего Отца, милующего Отца, Бога, который сильный, Бог, который сильнее любой зависимости, любой болезни во имя Иисуса Христа. Я благословляю каждого из них, Господь, чтобы каждый из этих детей, он исполнил свое предназначение, свое призвание на сто процентов во имя Иисуса Христа. Тебе за все слава. Аминь. Good morning, church. Uh, when God wanted to teach Jeremiah a lesson, he told him to go to Potter's house. So Jeremiah had to go to Potter's house to learn a lesson. So today I'm going to share what God is teaching us. Our family and people that are surrounding us. Lately, I am a mechanic by trade. But I work on boats. Uh, how many people here have been on a boat this season? Okay. This whole last summer, 
Out of nowhere, I am surrounded by boats. And I believe that God is teaching me a lesson. And I am trying to learn this lesson. So I don't have to go through it a second time. My kids are buying boats. My brothers are buying boats. My relatives are buying boats. Seems like everybody's got boats. And the sermon that I will be talking about, it all involves boats also. By the way, if you haven't been on a boat this year, Ben's got the biggest boat here. So, talk to him. The very first scripture that I'm going to talk about is about Jonah. God gave Jonah a task. He said, get up and go to Nineveh and tell these people what they're doing wrong. And I think we all know this story really well. Jonah clearly heard the voice of God to go to Nineveh. But we all know that no, no, uh, Jonah did not go to where God sent him to. He went exactly opposite direction. And if we get to Jonah chapter 1 verse 4, it says, But the Lord sent out a great wind on the sea. And there was a mighty tempest on the sea, so that the ship was about to be broken up. So the boat where Jonah was, it was in distress, it was in trouble. And here clearly we can tell that God was the one that sent the storm into the sea. And we all understand that Jonah might have suspected that also. But I want to address our attention on something different. The following, following verse, it says, Then the mariners were afraid, and every man cried out to his God. So even People who were not believers, they realized that this storm is different. Later, they said, we're going to start casting lots. To figure out whose fault it is that we are in this storm. While Jonah, he went down into the bottom of this boat that they're in. And he fell asleep. It says he was fast asleep. What do we do when we encounter a storm? I think these people that were unbelievers, people that were Gentiles, 
Seems like they had a better reaction than the man of God did. Because Jonah just went to sleep. That never fixes anything. But these men that did not know God understood that there is a supernatural power. And when storms like that arise, it is somebody's fault for that. And the man of God, he just ignores everything and falls asleep. He must have watched the broadcast for that week. Sooner or later, the storm will end. And everything will move on like it did before. All to miss what God is trying to tell him. Another man of God who I want to talk about is written in Acts chapter 27. This is Apostle Paul. He was the one that spreading the good news to the Gentiles and to the nation of Israel that was spread out through the whole world. He was also on a boat. And the storm also aroused. And Paul knew that he was doing the will of God. And when a storm was outside of where they were, he saw all the people that were on the boat that were also in distress. And people also did not know what is going on. And Paul had a different reaction that, than Jonah did. He did not fall asleep. He was waiting on the Lord to see what the Lord tells him that he needs to do. And it says the angel of the Lord appeared to him. And he told him, Paul, do not be afraid. He said that you will get to your destination to where you're going. And he said, all the people that are here on this boat with you, everybody's life will be spared. We see two different situations. In one situation, the storm arises because the man of God was spoken to and he did not do what he was supposed to do. The other situation, on the boat where Paul was, and a storm also arises, and it has a different motive. Here, after they land, uh, the, the native people that were on that island, it says they were generous to them, they were nice to them. And they start building a fire. And a snake gets hung on Paul's arm. And the people that are looking they said, truly, this man is a murderer. 
Человек, который ушел от смерти, который должна была корабль покрушиться, теперь его атакуют змеи. Даже здесь смерть пыталась идти к нему. Люди того города стали понимать, что он есть убийца. In uh, Luke chapter 16, it says that the sons of this generation are more shrewd than the sons of light. What I want each one of us to understand that storms arise. We as Christian people, мы как христиане, мы должны понимать, почему этот шторм пришел. Хожу ли я не воли Божьей? Или Бог пытается что-то сделать по-другому? Как здесь апостола Павла говорится. Sons of this world were observing Apostle Paul. They were waiting for him to start fevering and drop dead. And since that did not happen, they said, this man must be God. Obviously, if he, got, if he escaped death from the sea, The, the snake didn't kill him. He must be God. So the sons of man knew that there's some supernatural power that is in control of the sea and of the wild animals. What I want each one of us to understand also What took me a very long time to understand. With God, there is no accidents. Even though we as humans, we can claim it's an accident. We should have been paying more attention to the weather broadcast. We should have known what season it is. Before we set sail, we should have been paying attention before you pick up the wood for the fire. Be a little bit more careful so the snakes don't bite you. But here, we acknowledge, in the, in the same book, um, uh, book of Jonah, when we get to chapter 2, last verse, это вторая глава и последний стих. Я не буду вам всю историю читать, я только вам конец его скажу. И сказал Господь киту, и он изверг Иону на сушу. Знали ли вы, что Бог говорит к зверям? Кто-то из вас здесь знал? Да, Господь говорит к зверям. One of my favorite examples out of the Old Testament is Abraham. Where it speaks about Abraham living in tents. 
What does that mean to us? Why did people want to live in a city comparing to tents? One of the first fears that people had is when you're walking through a desert, you get attacked by wild animals. Even sons of God, people who knew who knew his commandments, used that as an excuse. He said, yes, the wild animal killed your son. We all know the story about Joseph. So one of the dangers in the desert was that you get attacked by wild animals. So if we understand that there is no accidents, if we understand that God speaks to animals, we acknowledge that there is no accidents. Whether we are out in the desert, whether we are in our house, or whether we are on the ocean. And I think the quicker we understand that, the quicker we can understand that God is trying to tell us something by our circumstances. We all know uh, the scripture of James. He says, rejoice, brethren, when you fall into various temptations. And later he says, if you lack wisdom, ask God and he will give it to you. If you divide uh, the, the speech of James into verses, if you divide that up into verses, it seems like James is jumping from topic to topic. But James is very clear. He said, if you fall into temptations and you don't have wisdom to understand why that had happened, he said, ask God and he will give it to you. He'll give it to you without reproach. So our goal is to understand why these storms rise up in our life. If we open uh, a prophet of Habakkuk, I don't have my uh, bookmark, so we can get there at the same time. Uh, chapter 3. This is the this is Habakkuk's prayer. And starting from verse 5. It says, Before him went pestilence. This is talking about our Almighty God. And fever followed his feet. It says, He stood and measured the earth and he looked and startled the nations. Он стал и поколебалась земля, возрел в трепети, привел народы. And the everlasting mountains were scattered. Вековые горы распались. The perpetual hills bowed. 
His ways are everlasting. And we, we skip down to verse 8. It says, O Lord, were you displeased with the rivers? Was your anger against the rivers? Was your wrath against the sea? That you rode on your horses and your chariots of salvation. Here he's talking about. He says, was your anger against the nature? He says, no, nature. He says, was your, was your anger against the rivers or the sea? So here Abacuc is talking about even when a storm arises in the sea, it's not to punish the, the sea itself. He says when natural disaster happen around us, it's, it's not to break down trees. It's not to punish the earth that we walk on. It's not to destroy everything around us. But he's talking about that he is speaking to us. He is speaking to us as a nation. He is speaking to us as church. He is speaking to us as a family or as an individual. And it is our obligation to understand why the storm came up into our lives. Even when we read the story of Noah. We also know that God gave him a commandment for him and his family. And Noah had a responsibility. He started building a boat. A very big boat. And he didn't just wake up one day and there was standing a boat for him and his family. So that they might receive salvation from the things that are coming into the world. Noah and his sons had to roll up their sleeves and start building the boat. I think there also might be a reason and we can all assume why Я также думаю, что есть причины, мы все можем подумать, почему эти причины. Почему Иона не хотел идти в Ниневию? Он знал, что этот народ, он испорченный. Он знал, что они злые народы, и они заслужили все, что Бог на них послал. И что они не избранный народ. That God, God shouldn't care for these people. And he had every excuse why he didn't want to go there. But in the New Testament when we read, when Paul knew that the message was not only for, 
for nation of Israel. That it was also for other nations. He knew that every nation will be blessed in his name. And he knew that it was his responsibility to go and teach these nations. I want each one of us to think what responsibilities do we have as husbands? What has God spoken to us to do in our families? What has God spoken to me individually? What has God spoken to us as ministers? Are we acting like Jonah? Are we acting like Apostle Paul? And like Noah? Are we fulfilling his will? So when a storm comes up, we are ready for it. And when Apostle Paul, when he was being taken to Rome, and at one of the stops, Paul warned everybody. He says, I don't recommend that we take this voyage. Because he said, the storm will encounter storms. It's going to be dangerous not only to our boat that we're in, and the cargo that we have, it's going to be an endangerment to our lives. Same way how God warned uh, Noah, when we are walking in his will, God warns us. The beauty of our God is he is not a human. He is not tied by time like we are. If we are fulfilling his will, he will always tell us what is coming. He will tell us that the storm is approaching. And he will tell us how to build that boat. And he will not give you a burden bigger than you can possibly carry. If we turn to Isaiah chapter 63, если мы повернем к Исаии 63 глава. Здесь Исаия пророчествует об Иисусе Христе. Я прочитаю почти всю главу. Кто этот идет от Едома? With dyed garments from Bozra. This one who is glorious in his apparel. Traveling in the greatness of his strength. I speak in the righteousness mighty to save. Why is your apparel red? And your garments like one who treads in a wine press. And he answers, I have trodden the wine press alone. And from the peoples, no one was with me. 
И из народов никого не было со мной. It says, I have trodden the winepress alone, and from the people there was no one with me. Out of thousands and millions of people who claim to be the nation of God, Jesus Christ says, no one was with me. No one was with me. What happened to all the Jonas? What happened to all the Noahs? What happened to all the Apostle Pauls that were given the responsibility to spread the good news to all the nations? Where are they? Why are there storms all around us? Why is our health being affected? Why is our jobs being affected by this? Why is the nature churning against us? I think God is trying to tell us something. It says, no one was with me. Let's continue reading. For I have trodden them in my anger. Second part of the verse 3. And trampled them in my fury. Their blood is sprinkled upon my garments. And I have stained all my robes. For the day of vengeance is in my heart. And the year of my redeemed has come. I looked. But there was no one to help. And I wondered. That there was no one to uphold. Therefore my own arm brought salvation for me. So here it says, Jesus Christ is coming not as a loving king. He is coming in his vengeance. And uh, Peter quotes, he says that the judgment will start from the house of the Lord. These storms will start from the house of the Lord. When any kind of a chaos happens in the world, sons of man try to figure out whose problem it is. No, sons of man. Uh, sons of this generation. Because they are a lot of times more shrewd than sons of light. So when anything like that happens, usually they figure out that it's either the Jewish people's fault or it's the Christian's fault. And a lot of times they are right. Just like the people that were on the boat with Jonah, when they were casting their lots, 
They figured out that the storm was there because of Jonah. They were right. 100%. We can't even argue that. So I would say when the storms arise in this world, we as Christians need to figure out is this problem because of the church? Earlier this year, our pastor said a quote that just won't get out of my mind. He said that all the things that happen in this world is because of the church or for the church. If we have this mindset, we understand that all the things that happen in this world, if the world tries to figure out whose problem it is, and they start casting lots, they are right. These things happen because of us. Because we as a chosen generation, we as a prophet of God, who received the responsibility to preach the good news, have gone completely opposite direction. Jesus Christ said there was no one there to help me. He said there was nobody who would get up and go and spread the good news. Later in this chapter it says that the salvation is from the anointed ones. God did not go himself to teach Nineveh a lesson. He took a man who claimed to be a man of God. He said, go and tell these people that they are sinners. Jesus Christ could only do so much to, to the earth. But he left the responsibility on all of us. He said, go and teach all nations. So the responsibility is on all of us. If God is telling you to do something, and you have storms rising up all around you. The storms will be there. Until we submit to his will. Uh, earlier this week. Uh, we're at Bible study on Wednesday. We're going through uh, Mark chapter 6. If you guys want to open there. Uh, verse 51. Uh, I'll give you the backstory of this chapter. Here, uh, disciples approached Jesus. He said, people were here in the desert for already three days. He said, they're hungry. He said, let them go so they can get some food. And Jesus Christ says, no, you give them food. And 
Jesus Christ, we all know the story, I won't go into details. Jesus Christ took the bread, he blessed it, he gave it to the disciples, he didn't do it himself, he gave it to the disciples, and, and he said, give it to people. And the disciples did that. It says later, Jesus told the disciples to go onto the other side of the lake. And Jesus went to pray. And if we get to verse 51, um, it says, then he went up into the boat to them. This is after the storm, uh, after the storm came up on them. And disciples were scared that they're all going to drown. And Jesus came into their boat. And it says, if we continue reading, and it says, and the wind ceased. And the wind ceased. And they were gladly amazed in themselves beyond measure. Yes, and marveled. For they had not understood about the loaves because their heart was hardened. So it says, for they had not understood about the loaves. So here also, you could draw out a conclusion. The reason the storm went up is because disciples did not understand what Jesus was trying to teach them. And as soon as Jesus Christ walked into the boat, the storm stopped. If we understand that God is rising up storms all around us to teach us a lesson, if our hearts are hardened, our focus is only the same way as Jonah had. Is to go sleep it off. Or to just try to survive to get to the other shore. But the storm is there for a different reason. The storm is there to get our attention. Is that our hearts are very hardened. When God tells us to do something, we don't do it. When God tells us to build a boat, we're just sitting around and laughing at the guy that's doing it. There is no water. Why are you building this boat? Or when God tells us to go to prophesy to other nations, we just go to sleep. I know a lot of Christians. Instead of dealing with their problems, they, they fall asleep. They sleep things off. It, it doesn't fix anything. 
Это ничего не ремонтирует. Я также знаю, что очень много людей идут через испытания, проходят. Я слышу, как люди, которые верят в Бога, которые идут через трудности, проходят. Their problems on the man who is broadcasting the weather. They're angry with the doctors who are diagnosing their, their problems. They're angry with their boss who fired them. They are angry at their landlords who are kicking them out of their house. They're, they're angry with everybody except themselves. In order for us to understand why these storms are around us, we cannot have a hardened heart. We need to pray to God that He opens our minds just like James says. He says, if you lack wisdom to understand why these storms are around us, he says, pray and he will give you an answer. I will be ending my sermon. And um, I actually will ask all of us to stand up. Just like Isaiah prophesied, he said there was no one with me. He said there was no one to help. He said, I was all alone. And I want to ask each one of us, the storms that are rising up around us, who am I acting like? Am I acting like Noah? Who listened to God's will? Who, who listened to his voice? And when the storm was there, he was prepared. He wasn't afraid. Am I like Jonah? Am I afraid of the storm? Am I hiding at the bottom of the boat? Am I disconnecting my conscience from the reality? Am I trying to sleep things off in order to, to, to get to the other side? Am I like Apostle Paul? Am I walking in his will and doing what he's telling me to do? Or am I like the disciples who eventually realize we will have these storms until we allow Jesus Christ into our boat? So brothers and sisters, today, I want to ask each one of you, what kind of storms are we in? Are they a punishment to us? Or are they an opportunity for us to share the gospel with Gentiles? To share the gospel with people who never knew about Jesus Christ? Because that's what Apostle Paul did. When people called him God, 
Когда люди назвали его Богом, he was not a God. он не был Богом. But he offered all the things that God did. He healed the sick people that were there. When people see that we go through a storm, and we come out victorious, that builds faith in people. God gives you a step to lay hands on the sick same way how Apostle Paul did that and they were healed people received salvation people were delivered because Paul went through those storms let us bow our heads and let us pray if you need help in a prayer I ask you to raise your hands don't be afraid we all go through storms and the reason we gather here in the church is so we can pray for each other so we can give words of encouragement to each other because sooner or later we all end up in a storm I ask you to raise your hand if you need a help in prayer and we will all pray together
of nature that you're in charge of the seas and the rivers that you're in charge of the, the rivers and the valleys and Lord we pray to you we ask help us to be wise men help us to be like Apostle Paul help us to be like like Noah be prepared when these storms come because we are walking in your will and Lord even if we ended up like Jonah when we did not listen to your voice Lord give us your mercy please hear the prayer from the inside of the whale when we are sick when we are in disease when we when we're supposed to die please hear our prayer of repentance and help us to fulfill your will where you have sent us originally Lord because we know that you're merciful Lord just like just like prophet Isaiah says he says that you were there alone Lord, forgive us. Forgive us that we have not been walking in your will. 
не ходили по воле Lord, forgive us that we were not good husbands. Прости нам, что мы не хорошие мужья. Lord, forgive us that we were not good fathers. Прости нам, что мы не хорошие отцы. Lord, forgive us that we were not good ministers. Прости нам, когда мы не хорошие служители. Lord, forgive us that we were not good pastors. Прости нам, когда мы не хорошие пастыря. Lord, forgive us. Прости нам. Lord, forgive us that we were not good kings and priests. That we did not do what you told us to do. And Lord, give us a second chance. Because we are your people. Lord, there is no other God who can compare to you. And Lord, when the people around us start blaming us for these problems, Lord, a lot of times it is our problem. That we don't have the answers for them. That we tell them that we were not walking in His will. Lord, forgive us. Lord, give wisdom to each one of us to understand that these storms are not just nature. Lord, help us to understand that you are doing all these things. That all these accidents that happen around us, they are not accidents in your eyes. You are in control of all these things. Give us your wisdom. We pray to you in the name of our Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Воистину, сегодня Господь работает в моей жизни, в вашей жизни, в наших домах и в наших церквах. Нет, нет, нет. Бог не забыл тебя. Ты Богу не безразличен. Бог продолжает работать в нашей жизни. Однажды Бог сказал, И это слово Господа. Ибо вот тьма покроет землю, и мрак покроет народы, а над тобою воссияет Господь. И слава Господня будет сопровождать тебя. И очень важно, and it's very important and the nations shall come to your light and the king upon uh, the light that comes upon you and my dear ones this word is fulfilled the church of which Jesus has spoken about that a hill cannot be hidden Церковь — это тот светильник, который направляет людей в присутствие Господа. И сегодня Господь, Он работает в церкви, чтобы воистину церковь стала истинным Божьим светом. Поймите, мы имеем сейчас маленькую передышку. Это маленькая передышка чтобы мы могли заглянуть внутрь себя. 
Ибо где сокровище ваше? So is, говорит Иисус. Says, там и сердце ваше. Поэтому воистину, so truly, что бы ни происходило, happen, все происходит ради нас и для нас. For us, ради человека for the sake of и the для человека. And for the Поэтому so нам сейчас не время right now, дремать или спать. No Сегодня время пробудиться от сна. Сегодня время позволить Святому Духу использовать тебя и меня. Поймите, Приходит время, когда не мы будем бегать искать людей, кому послужить. Люди будут бежать к нам. Ты готов сегодня послужить десяти человеком в день? А к тебе придут не десять. Тебя окружит сотня людей. Thousands of people will и всем нужно you. будет служить. Нет, 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 я не придумал что-то. No, 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 Это то, что будет. Они не к пастору будут идти. Они pastor. будут идти к каждому из нас. Задай себе вопрос сегодня. Готов ли я сегодня идти в Ниневию и служить нескольким Тысячам and to serve людей. a couple thousand of people. Это огромный город. That is a great city. И ты можешь быть один. And you can be one person. Whom the Lord will send. И тысячи людей. And thousands of people. Они будут смотреть на тебя. They are going to look at you. И они будут ожидать помощи от тебя. And they are going to await help from you. Потому что ты человек. Because you are a person. Который знаешь Господа. Who knows the Lord. Милые мои. My dear ones. У нас сегодня очень-очень маленький брейк. Бог дал нам маленькую передышку, чтобы мы позволили Святому Духу пропитать нас от семени головы до подошвы наших ног, чтобы воистину Мазание Божественного Святого Мы были готовы. Мы были готовы. Мы были готовы. Сегодня не все из нас готовы, чтобы послужили нам. Мы даже стесняемся сказать кому-то, можешь послужить мне. Can you serve me? I have a problem. Завтра, but tomorrow, people will come to you попросят, and they will ask for you to serve them. Случай, Once I was talking about a specific case, давно, it was a while ago, maybe in 1960. There was a Christian family в то время христиан в Советском Союзе не любили. Над ними всегда насмехались. Но вот у соседа очень сильно заболела жена. И доктора сказали, она не будет жить. У них было несколько детей. Маленькие дети. И однажды вечером 
Сосед увидел, что его жена умирает. У него не было выхода. И он побежал к соседу христианину. И спросил. Это правда, что ты веришь в живого Бога? Да. Пожалуйста. Приди помолись о моей жене. Она умирает. У нас маленькие дети. Хорошо сказал сосед. Иди, я сейчас приду. Он упал на колени вместе со своей семьей. Он никогда не молился об исцелении. Он никогда не возлагал руки. Когда он поднялся с колен, сказал жене и детям своим, продолжайте молиться. Прошел к соседу. Он склонился у кровати больной женщины. Он положил на нее руки. Он закрыл глаза. Он не хотел ничего видеть. Он просто молился. Закончил молитву. И не открывая глаз, он поднялся и направился к двери. После двери Сосед его остановил. Послушай, ты разве не хочешь прославить Господа вместе с нами? Моя жена встала. Каждый из нас, мы станем перед таким случаем. We will stand before a case Каждый из нас Бог готовит себя, тебя сегодня. И каждого из нас Бог поставит такую ситуацию, когда у тебя не будет выхода. Либо отказаться от Бога, либо проявить славу Божью. Потому что тьма будет усиливаться. Так сказал Господь. И чем сильнее тьма, тем ярче сияет свет. Тем ярче сияет свет. Чем больше усиливается беззаконие, тем больше Бог изливает свою благодать. Это так. And that is so. Не говори сегодня. Don't say today, я наименьший в моем доме. Я вообще не имею никаких талантов. And I completely don't have any talents. Я вообще не имею никакого призвания. And I don't have any calling. Не говори. Don't say such things. Не говори, что я молод. Сказал Бог к Иеремии. Потому что куда я пошлю тебя, ты пойдешь. И что я повелю тебе сделать, ты сделаешь. Не говори. Не говори. Просто скажи. Господи, вот я. Господи, вот Lord, я. Lord, here I am. 
Send me. Вот я. Here I am. Господи, вот я. Lord, here I am. Пошли меня. Send me. Однажды. Once. Когда мы молились об одном месте. When we were praying for a specific place. Мы молились несколько месяцев. We prayed for a couple of months. Там не было церкви. There was no church there. И Господь сказал мне. And the Lord said to me. Сын. Son. Если ты пойдешь. If you will go. Я пойду впереди тебя. Then I will go before you. Я вскочил и сказал. I jumped up and I said. А Господи, если ты пойдешь впереди. Yes, Lord, if you go before me. Я пойду. Then I will go. Но я не хочу идти без тебя. But I don't want to go without you. И сегодня and today, Бог продолжает говорить в твоем сердце. Не заглушай его голос. Он продолжает стучать в твое сердце. Потому что у тебя есть огромное призвание. Независимо. Тебе 13, 14. Или тебе 60 или 70. Бог The Lord has given you a great and powerful calling to show and reveal His light. It's a wonderful example today. Apostle Paul he got up and he said Ангел Господа, Lord, которому я служу, serve, он пришел сегодня ко мне, и он сказал, said, я даю тебе всех, кто здесь находится, all, all всех, кто находится на корабле, я даю тебе, и больше того, я даю тебе остров. Потому что весь остров услышал весть об Иисусе Христе. Это то, что делает Господь. Это не то, на что был способен апостол Павел. Это то, на что способен наш великий Бог. И Его благоухающий Святой Дух. Поэтому, когда мы позволяем Ему, so him, Он сделает все, что есть в Его планах. И слава Господь будет сопровождать тебя. Так сказал Господь. И придут к тебе народы. Они увидят свет в тебе. И они придут к тебе. And they will come to you. Они придут с протянутыми руками. They will come with stretched out hands. Послушай. Listen. Василий, Петр. Василий, Петр. Давид. Давид. Иоанн. Иоанн. Послушай. Listen. Я знаю, что у тебя есть тот, кого нет у меня. I know that you have the one who I Я вижу have. свет в твоих очах. I see light in your И я знаю, что у тебя есть решение. And I know that you have a я знаю, что у тебя есть выход. I know that you have an answer or Потому что ты свободен от страха. Ты улыбаешься. You are smiling. Твоя жизнь совсем по-другому выглядит. Научи меня. Teach me. Подскажи мне. 
Покажи мне выход. И придут к тебе народы. К благоухающему небесному свету. To the great light that God will cover you with. The nations shall come. Be prepared for this. Hallelujah. 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 Today we have a couple of needs. But first of all, we have a thanksgiving. Одна прекрасная семья. One wonderful family. Брат Олег и сестра Алина. Brother Oleg and sister Alina. They have uh, been married for a beautiful and wonderful life. Так, сестру Алину вижу. Sister Alina, I see. Please stand so people can see you. Where is our anointed brother Oleg? So this family. В разных местах, потому что Олег он благословенный предверник. Он открывает и закрывает двери. Мы будем благодарить Бога за эту прекрасную семью, за их детей. Так, а ну-ка, дети, поднимитесь. Давид, Кристина, Анютка, смотрите. Это наследие. This is the inheritance. Слава Богу. Praise be to God. Еще одно. And another thing. Наш брат Елеазар is our brother Елеазар and sister Tanya. Они собираются they are getting ready на длинный длинный vacation. To go on a long long vacation. На две недели. For two weeks. Отдыхать поедут. They're gonna go relax. Знаете, отдыхать с Господом. You know, to relax with the Lord. Это it's a hundred times more wonderful than just taking a simple So we are going to pray that God will be with them on the road and that their vacation would truly attract many people into the kingdom of God. And now I need a small volunteer. Do we have someone? Maxik, по-моему, you're our smallest one. Please. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Who's that? Wow. Не зря ты сегодня о Бене проповедовал. It's not for no reason that you were talking about Ben today. Ben and Susanna and family. Знаете, это такой хороший обычай в нашей церкви. You know, it's such a good thing that we do here in our church. It's not just a tradition. It's a revelation that had once come to pray for our families. And therefore, every week, Family. Please stand up so people can see you. Yeah. Where is Susanna? Okay. Хорошо. All right. 
И еще одна нужда у нас. Мы продолжаем молиться за нашу сестру Дарлин. Это жена пастора Блейна. И мы продолжаем молиться о ее полном исцелении. Поэтому давайте мы сейчас встанем и помолимся. Благословенный Отец, мы благодарим Тебя за это служение, благодарим Тебя за Твое Слово, Слово, которое касается каждого из нас, Слово, которое преобразует нашу жизнь, наше мышление и наше хождение перед Тобой, Слово, которое вселяет свет в нашу жизнь, свет, который привлекает многих людей, Благодарим Тебя, Отец. И также мы благодарим Тебя за семью Олега и Алины. Ты благословил эту семью. Ты наполнил эту семью Твоим присутствием. Господи, и Ты благословил годы, которые они живут вместе. Ты благословил их наследие. И Ты ведешь их, Господь, в Твоей святой руке. Ты держишь их, подкрепляешь их, даешь им Твою мудрость и вводишь их в то служение, для которого Ты их призвал. Благодарим Тебя, Отец, и просим Тебя, чтобы упредь Ты был с ними, благословлял их дом, благословлял их семью, благословлял их прекрасных детей, и все устроял по воле Твоей. Отец, мы также просим Тебя, благослови нашего брата Алика и сестру Таню, когда они отправятся на отдых, чтобы Ты был с ними каждое мгновение. Храни их в пути, храни их отдых и наполняй их Твоим светом, чтобы на отдыхе они наполнялись больше Тобой и продолжали служить не только Тебе, но всем окружающим людям, которых они будут встречать там. Господь, мы также просим Тебя о нашей сестре Дарлин. Господи, пожалуйста, Ты держишь ее в Твоей руке и Твое исцеление в ранах Иисуса Христа, Твое исцеление пусть приходит и умножается, потому что все, что невозможно нам, все, что невозможно человеку, возможно Тебе. Благодарим Тебя, Отец. Благодарим Тебя, Отец. И также просим Тебя о семье Бена и Сузаны, о их семье, о их дочерях. Мы просим Тебя, чтобы благодать Твоего Святого Духа умножалась и усиливалась в этом доме, чтобы Твое откровение и Твое помазание увеличивалось изо дня в день, чтобы воистину они могли служить тем даром, который Ты дал им. 
with the gifts that you have given to them. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you that you hear each and every request. And also bless you. I ask Благослови наши дома и семьи. Благослови наши пути и наши работы. И пусть твоя охрана будет с нами. И более всего прошу тебя, твоим святым духом, побуждай нас. Чтобы мы всегда возрастали в Тебе, в познании Тебя, чтобы мы помышляли о горнем, но не о земном, потому что в этом сила и в этом Твоя благодать. Вся слава имени Твоему наш Бог. Аминь.